Sunday with Miriam on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Supervalue Insurance. Offering sound advice for your car, home and travel insurance needs. Well, first this morning, George Clooney has directed a new movie called The Boys in the Boat. And it's about a team of rowers from the University of Washington who make it to the Olympics in Berlin in 1936. The movie is based on a book by Daniel James Brown and it tells the story of Joe Rance. From a poor background, he's been abandoned by his parents in post-depression Washington and a place on the rowing team would allow him enough food, lodgings and tuition fees to stay in college. Well, I spoke to George Clooney about the making of the movie and to actor Callum Turner, who plays the part of Joe. I began by asking George about the team being underdogs in so many ways and if that was what drew him to the story. Sure. I mean, I think every, I think all good sports movies, if you think about the sports movies that I sort of grew up watching, like Hoosiers and you know, Pride of the Yankees and all those films, the underdog is the is the fun part of telling a good sports story. So when I read the book, I loved it. I thought it was going to be a hard film to make, and I think it was a hard film to make. Physically, definitely. Yeah, it was a hard film to make. But, you know, when you had all these these really smart, talented, athletic young actors, we were okay. And when you're working with George, you're okay too. Yeah, 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 sure. And of course, as you said, Callum, it was grueling. I watched a clip where George said it really was a grueling schedule. What did he put you through? Uh, well, George and Grant set us up to succeed. They gave us an Olympic gold medalist, I believe, yeah, to yeah. train us for two months, four hours a day. And then we uh, we worked out for an hour on top of that and, and just got us into this position that we were able to actually do the thing. But that was training before we started shooting. And That's it right, was a yeah. three and a half month shoot. And you trained. I mean, we really shot the last race. Last at the end, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, by the end, you they got up to you know there. There's a stroke count, how fast you can go. And the the miracle of this actual team was they got up to 47 strokes, 46, yeah, 46 strokes in the in the final race at the end. And these guys got up to 46 strokes. So not at the end, but we don't tell anybody that. <laughs> the historical context, of course, is so important between World War One and World War Two. These rowers are competing at the Olympics in Berlin. So I suppose they're battling way more than just their sporting rivals, aren't they? Sure. Well, everybody was. You know, Jesse Owens was there and that was about, you know, the African-American taking on the supposed supreme race. So there was a lot of, uh, there was a lot going on. Less known, and it was very hard for us to be a little, you know, we all know now how bad the Nazis were and how bad Hitler was. There were hints of it. There were Obviously, if you were paying attention, there were more hints. But it wasn't as, no one knew where that was going to go. And you can't play that in 1936. You know, you have to be like, mm. well, these guys seem like mm. idiots. But, you know, as opposed to they're going to be your great enemy, you know. It's a huge role for you, Callum. Big lead role. How did you work with George, I suppose, to bring out the essence of Joe and his role on this team? Uh, well, being part of the boat was everything for Joe. He was abandoned by his family, when he, by his dad, when he was 13 years old. And he finally finds solace in this, in this boat and a family and a unity. And it means the world to him. Um, and working with George, it was a pleasure, man. I mean, we really built the character together. and um, That's actually not true. He built, he did all no, the work. No, no, we did. We talked about... We talk about a lot yeah, of things, yeah. but you had to do it and you did it. And that, the fun part about this is, you know, if you're if you're at all good at directing, about ninety percent we always talk about is Cassie. You know, he was perfect for the part. It was a lot of work. He had to be, uh, you know, an American. I'd never heard him with a British accent until like a couple of days ago. So I don't even know him now. It's like I have a, a I new to reintroduce friend. myself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
But so he he knew what to do and he knew what was required of it. And he came in with the attitude of let's just do it. And that makes all the difference. But we talked about movie stars in the, uh, back in the day, like Gary Cooper and mm-hmm. Spencer Tracy and, and, yeah. and, and, and honed in on, 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 a t- on an archetype of person. Yeah. And I know, George, in other interviews you've mentioned water. You, of course, made the perfect storm. But what possessed you to go back to make a movie on water? I, honestly, stupidity. You know, you get to a certain age and you forget things. And it'd been about 20 some years since I'd done Perfect Storm. So I, I forgot what a misery working on. You know. Would you do it again? Never. <laughs> Ask me 20, land, 20 land, years. Land. I'll be like, ah, let's go in the water. I've never done that. But, you know, it's hard because these boats are so much bigger than you think. And you can't really get close to them because of the oars. And so our camera boat had to stay behind them because if we get ahead of them, our wake will capsize them. So the way we shot it and trying to line them up and have eight boats moving the exact same time, it was really, uh, it was complicated. But, uh, you know, you just have to get it right once, which is basically what we did, (laughs) you know. Every time. Yeah. And of course, Callum, we love any Irish connection. You've worked with Michael Fassbender. You've worked with Andrew Scott. I know you're working with Eve Hewson in Hedda. Where's that at the moment? They start filming in January, yeah. You work with Eve? Yeah, yeah. She's a good friend of mine. Well, you know, uh, Irish Connection, Clooney, what are you talking about? Yeah, this about? is the Come Irish on. Connection. Come on. I went, there, I went and visited, uh, uh, and I had, a, I had a really wonderful time. I saw a bunch of Cloonies, which was fun to see. Relations? Or? Yeah, 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 okay. relations. <laughs> I didn't know them, but it was a funny thing. I got there, and the minute you get there, you start to see all these people who look like all of your family, and you're like, oh, my God, we're actually... Really related, you know. We all left during the famine, the potato famine, you know. Our family did. So I think it was your great-great-grandfather who left from Kilkenny? Kilkenny, yeah. Are you going to come back and trace even more your ancestry? Of course. I, are you, I had to leave because I had to take my liver out and wash it after, the, uh, <laughs> after, the, after my week in Ireland. It almost killed me, you know. But we had a great... I, I love it there. It was... Crazy, think about this. I got there in February, and it was 40 degrees and sunny the whole time I was there. Unbelievable. It was amazing. People said it was very unusual. And I know that actors like Callum, they speak glowingly about you directing them, but your fans also like to see you acting. So have you any acting roles coming up? I just did a movie with Brad Pitt called Wolves with this wonderful director named John Watts. And then I started film in a couple of, um, in a month, I guess, with a uh, month and a half, with uh, this incredible director named Noah Bombeck, who's done some wonderful films. So I'm, yeah, I got, I got jobs. I got work. You know, I got I to gotta pay the rent sometimes. And from your point of view, Callum, this is such a huge role for you. How do you think it might impact on your career? Uh, I, I, listen, I'm very lucky to work with George and with Grant and to represent Joe, uh, Joe Rance in the, the, um, the University of Washington. And it was an honor for me, and uh, I just uh, want to keep working with good directors. I don't think he can figure it out. I don't think he can see it yet. Um, and if the film is successful, it will be a, a huge impact on his career because he's the lead in a, you know, in a film that we're very proud of, and he does an amazing job. So we'll see. You we, know? we are very proud of it. It's yeah. a beautiful movie. And it's a pretty amazing story, too, of Joe and the barriers he faced. I mean, it could inspire lots of other people. Absolutely. It's an underdog story. And, uh, you know, what he was able to 
push through and achieve in his life is nothing short of remarkable. And he continued on after he finished mm -hmm. rowing. He was a re he married, uh, you know, his Joyce, his, yeah. his girlfriend, and they stayed together until they died. And they and, had he had a great life. And know. the boys would meet up once a year to row. Yeah, together. that's right. Well, look, congratulations to you both. It's a really great movie. So when will we see you back in Ireland, George? Uh, well, it won't be this year because I'm working. But you know, my my <laughs> kids. We took my kids there, but they were two when we went so they're six now i'd like them to go back and see it when it's uh when they can understand uh, what all of my family members are saying <laughs> well that was george clooney and callum turner speaking to me from london i also spoke to australian actor joel edgerton who plays the part of the university of washington rowing coach in the boys in the boat and i asked him what kind of coach he was and how he got the most out of his rowers i see it as a bit of tough love you know what I mean? There's sort of, I was really inspired by these coaches that I imagine love their sport so much that they look like they don't love it at all. They're so kind of stressed out all the time. And that, you know, I've played many team sports and I really understood that the best coaches are like tough dads and they really they don't spend a lot of time complimenting their team. <laughs> they, they're always pointing out what's wrong, you know, which seems like the most efficient way to get something done better. And I was just always drawn to those coaches and I, I, I had the pleasure of being able to play one in this movie. Talk to me, Joel, about George Clooney as a director. What's he like to work under? He's a lot of fun. I think that um, he's one of the most efficient directors I've ever worked with. Like, he really understands... You know, how many movies he's, he's worked on and as a director and as an actor that he's not sitting there trying to, um, he's not doubting himself, he's not trying to invent shots and so he's, he's very clear about what he wants. And then, you know, he also understands what he needs from actors without being overly prescriptive, which was great. And, um, and in between, he's just fun because he's got a gazillion stories. Because I know you have directed yourself. Is it harder to take direction as an actor when you have directed yourself? Uh, no, I don't think so. I was sort of curious about, um, you know, you, you know when you, you like to be spoken to a particular way, you know, and as an actor, I like directors to, I love directors telling me what to do, but I don't want them to talk at me for hours. I, I love it when it's a succinct and clear kind of, you know, do this. And even if it's cr slightly cryptic or evocative, and you can only hope that when you're a director, you, you find the right language for each individual actor because you can't speak to them all the same way. Different people, you know, as with sports people, I think you need to cajole certain people. You need to be jet more gentle with some than others, but you need to find a different language, you know. And I love... Uh, I think there's something great about being directed by an actor who really understands themselves on screen and then mm -hmm. can project those things onto you, you know, and help you get a better performance. What about the incredible prep work that went into the team of rowers? Callum Turner was telling me earlier about the early mornings and the hours of rowing to make them look credible. Was your prep a little bit easier than theirs? I didn't have nearly as much prep as those guys. The, the amount of hours, I don't even know how many hours they put in in the boat and individually. Um, and they had to train, like gym training every day as a group. 
And, and me and Jimmy and a couple of the coaches just sort of uh, participated in a little bit of that. I did a little bit of single skull rowing, um, but nowhere near the amount of preparation. It was just, you know, more about making sure that I, uh, I knew how to put on a three-piece suit. It's an underdog story, of course. They beat the rich fraternity guys. They beat the other American teams to get to the Olympics. But there's also the historical context, the Great Depression, the rise of Nazism. How crucial is that, the story you're telling in this movie? Well, I mean, the, the, definitely the Depression, I think, is actually more significant to the story than the backdrop of the, the growing political climate in Europe. But it's sort of weirdly this kind of extra, you know, exciting aspect to the culmination of the story, that it wasn't just that they got a berth at the Olympics, but that it was Hitler's Olympics at that time. Theoretically, it's not totally important to the story, but that's what happened. I think the the aspect of it, the economic decline in, in the US is, is sort of more the point. Um, but it, you know, the fact that it was Hitler watching that race was... Uh, Quite a, quite a powerful ending, I think. You've had a remarkable career trajectory. Some of my listeners will know you best from the movie Loving with our own Ruth Negga, but also the Star Wars franchise. I know you've done a whole range of work, but do you credit George Lucas with opening a lot of doors for you in Hollywood? Yeah. It, Star Wars was basically just the bridge for me to get to the United States and, and sort of blag my way into meetings because the movie hadn't come out yet. You know, it was because they came to Australia to make the movie. I got a tiny little role in it. And then off the back of that, it just sort of gave me a bit of confidence to go over there and start seeing if I could do, you know, be an actor away from Australia and, and you know, as my brother and I call it, take a shot at the title. <laughs> so I have a lot of, you know, the, I'm in those early movies of Star Wars for like five minutes, you know, but it was more the significance of what it, what it created as an opportunity for me. But, you know, then looking forward into my life to, um, you know, like with loving, those are, those are the real challenges to me on a different level and those, you know, that, that's one of the films that I... I will always hold in, in, I'm sure, in my top few experiences ever, partly the story, but a lot of that is thanks to sort of, you know, going toe-to-toe with, with Ruth and watching her, you know, having a front, a front seat view of, um, of her. Yeah, she's a wonderful actor. I know you told Enemy that this role was a kind of return to normal working for you because you took some time off so you could spend more time with your twins. I've got twins myself. Have you found a better work-life balance now? It's it's always tricky. Yeah, I definitely have. And, you know, when, when big things happen like uh, the strike, it's sort of like a, a forced kind of pleasure in a way because you know it just means that I've, I've got no other thing to do but hang out with my kids and um I I start to choose jobs based on you know I, I never used to ask about location I was happy just to if you just put me in a slingshot and fired me off anywhere in the world as long as I cared about the project but that's when I didn't have responsibilities and now it's like this micro planning of like okay, I'll only do it really if I don't get separated from my kids for, for more than a couple of weeks. So does that mean I go back and forth or do we move as a big, you know, unit? And um, 
I, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to miss out on a couple of experiences that I would have loved before they came along, but it won't be a bad thing because I'll be with them, you know. Well, look, Joel Edgerton, thanks for chatting to me this morning. Congrats on your role in The Boys in the Boat. Really lovely to chat to you. Lovely chat to you. Thank you. And that was actor Joel Edgerton speaking to me about The Boys in the Boat, directed, of course, by George Clooney, also starring Callum Turner. And it's in cinemas from this Friday, January the 12th. Let's take a break.